Welcome to the family with Ellie Nick, Alex Brampard Rasmussen, Catherine Brandt, Andy Brampard, and Cassie Schrader. Our very special guest, Dr. Peter Sershon, coming up next with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band. It's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer Way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394 or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike, John, and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly Blue Book Excellent whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new kids on the block. Don't tell them Tom sent you. Just show up and be amazed. That stuff never works anyway. What's the Down Under reference? Huh? Men at Work, because it's Men's oh, Health get it. Month. Men at Work, here June we go. June is Men's Health Month, and that's didn't, why we have Dr. That. Sershin on. We were all just complaining about doctors. <laughs> yeah, but not you. Sershin, yeah, Dr. Peter Sershin. Well, Dr. Pete, how are you? Can I call you Dr. Pete? Uh, yeah, oh, am I on? Yes, you are, oh. sir. Great. I, I can't hear you very well. Uh, thanks oh. for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, it's uh, it's Men's Health Month, like you guys were just saying. Uh, and frankly, I don't like going to the doctor either. So I actually do. I actually do like going to the doctor. That's unusual. It is unusual. But these my they're my friends. Every doctor I go to is a friend of mine. So it's kind of, except for one thing I will tell you right up front, Dr. Peter, Sir Sean, and then I will, I'll shut up about it. Uh, my internist uh, was a former offensive lineman for the SMU uh, football team, SMU, Southern Methodist University. Yep. His fingers are about the size of a Coke bottle, so you know that one checkup they do? That's not real comfortable. I will tell you that, Dr. Sershaw. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I bet you do what he says. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> I absolutely do, sir. Except for coming every would. year. Uh, how, in, how, yeah, in, uh, how important is that to get a, get a prostate exam? Actually, that's that's a really good point. Um, a lot, nobody wants it, you know. I don't. I don't like it either. Frankly, I've put but, it off um, for five years now. They told me to get it at fifty. I'm fifty-five. I still haven't done it. 
Yeah, well, you should do it. And, and, and I'll tell you, just to be completely frank, uh, the reason you should do it is um, when it comes to prostate cancer, and this is just one of the things that I'll, I'll touch on, but since you brought it up, uh, prostate cancer is the kind of thing that there's no symptoms. You don't really know you have it until it's kind of too late. Yeah. So yeah. It's, a screening, it's a screening disease, like colon cancer, breast cancer. You need to be screened for them, and there's two parts to it for prostate cancer. One's a blood test, which is pretty easy to do because you get blood work done anyways mm-hmm. when you go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And the other is the rectal exam, which is what that's called. And the reason you have that done is you need to feel the prostate because sometimes it feels abnormal even if the blood test is normal. And so it's like a mammogram and a breast exam. Women know they get a mammogram and they need a breast exam too. So um, just get them both. And again, just to tell you why, uh, you catch prostate cancer early, everybody does great. I mean, it's a lot to go through sometimes, right. but you do well. You survive it. It's 15 years, almost 100% survival if you catch it early. Now, if it spreads, um, there really isn't chemotherapy or other treatments that most people think of with prostate cancer testosterone, male hormone made by your testicles, uh, makes prostate cells grow. So guys who have prostate cancer that spread to the point they're not curative essentially have to have their testicles shut off or uh, they're removed, but we don't remove them. We give chemicals to do it. So right. if you want to think about it, the, good, the reason to go to the doctor every year, if you can't think of any other reason to do it after you're 50, is you don't want to have your testicles removed. <laughs> no, I <laughs> so, do not. Frankly, absolutely. you know, and, um, but most guys, you know, doctors don't talk about that. They don't say, this is why you should get screened, because sure. if you're unlucky enough yeah. to have an aggressive cancer, um, you're going to have to have this done. Now, can you ha- I think that would can, get a lot of guys into the office. Can you yeah, have that done the same time you have a colonoscopy? Can it all be done the same? Um, you, well, the colorectal person, the person that does your colonoscopy, generally will actually do a rectal exam. Now, they're feeling for things like rectal cancer or really bad hemorrhoids, but they'll check your prostate. Right. That's so if you mean. say to them, can you just take a feel of my prostate while I'm completely sedated? Because <laughs> I'm, sched- I'm, I'm scheduled for a colonoscopy. And I was scheduled before, and I didn't make it, and now my doctor rescheduled me again and said, you need to di- get, this, get this done. Yeah, so you're one of, you're one of those guys. Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> you're one of those guys. The procedure itself yeah. isn't that bad. The prep. It's the prep. Is that's, bad. that's what I yeah. want yeah. to go through. It the prep is, is disgusting. Yes. Yeah. The and um, so the thing is, is that you know, it is Preventative Health Month for men. We're they're trying to figure out way. How do you get a guy to go to the doctor? Yeah. Because most of us don't go like we should. Some guys do. I and, actually, you know, I actually do go. I have a good looking doctor. Well, that's, that's a good reason to go. Oh, What's his <laughs> name? Well, I hope you're a handsome doctor, Sir John. I hope you're a handsome yeah. guy. Yeah, young, I have a face for radio. Uh, so. <laughs> Me too, Pally. Uh, Dr. Sir John, by coincidence, uh, June 19th, 2013, we lost a very close friend, Vince Flynn, yeah. the 15-time uh, uh, bestseller, international bestseller, great author, handsome young guy. I actually was seeing the doctor, exact same doctor, at the exact same time. I was 15 years older than Vince. Uh, one of us came away with prostate cancer. That was Vince, and uh, he, he died six years ago today, as a matter yeah. of fact. It's just sad. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's, um, that's what we'd like to prevent. Um, when yep. men get their prostate cancer caught early, the risk of death is much less. Uh, than catching it. Now, he had a very unfortunate set of circumstances, and uh, that was a really sad uh, case uh, in general. Um, that is actually pretty rare, what happened to him. That's what I understand, um, yeah. It just wasn't. It's never fair, I'll tell you that. No. Um, 
But, uh, you know, we'd like to prevent as many guys as possible, you know, from being in that position. And realistically, the only way to do it is to, to go to the doctor on a routine basis. And, you know, we talk, I talk about cancer. I'm a surgical oncologist, um, and I spend most of my time talking about prostate cancer. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but realistically, um, when you look at cause of death for men as they get older, heart disease is a far bigger problem. And okay, so, yeah. you know, but if I can get guys to go to the doctor because they're concerned about prostate cancer, that means they're going to get their cholesterol checked, they'll get their blood pressure checked, um, get checked for diabetes, um, the things that can really destroy your quality of life. If you have a stroke because you don't control your blood pressure, that's one of the saddest things you can see is, and um, maybe everybody's had experience with a, a friend or loved one that's had a stroke. Yeah. Um, it's pretty painful to watch if they don't have a good recovery. And, you know, if if you can you just prevent one guy from having that happen to him, you know, it's worth it. So um, you want to go to the doctor. If, if, if I can get guys to go because I tell them they might have their testicles removed if they don't go, if it gets, you know, <laughs> if it gets them go. into the doctor, well, yeah, that's you know. That's not motivation. Uh, I don't know what that, is. <laughs> I, mean, I think yeah. I, I go to the doctor at least three or four times a year. Wow. Yeah, well, that's mental. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's good. It's good. I mean, I, I would and, take that and, over a guy who never goes. Because I, I have my doctor, my general practi- practitioner is also my travel doctor, and I travel a lot. So oh. when I go to different countries, I go and say, well, what do I need because I'm going to this country? So yeah. she gives right. me that's dysentery good. medicine or whatever I Just need. replace my but blood with She always antibiotics. checks my blood. She always takes blood every yeah. time I go. So that's, that's good, good, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah and, it is good. And Excellent. I like my doctor because she asks a lot of questions. There really? You have yeah, she's yeah. Not running well, out the door. Yeah, nothing worse than a doctor who doesn't want to be there. So, yeah. Doctor Sirshan, yeah, if it's not well, too, if it's not too personal, where, where do you where do you work? I, know um, you work well, I work in a yeah, I work in a group called Minnesota Urology, which is we're actually the last independent urology group in the state. But um, I do most really? of my work at, in the Alina system. So I'm on the east side. I'm in the St. Paul area. Okay, uh, right. but we're all over and. Um, for example, Tom, I know you've seen Bill Utes before. Absolutely. Bill, Billy's, a, yeah. Billy's a great friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, and so I'll tell him uh, we talked because he'll get a kick out of that. No, he's a great uh, he I went to school. We know each other since Mayo. I went to school with their daughter, Laura. That's right. There you go. Oh. Yeah, she's, she's wonderful. That's exactly right. And, Matter of uh, fact, that's, uh, Dr. Utes is the one who found the cancer in Vince. Yep. Mm. Yeah. He was indeed, but... Okay, i got to throw a name at you because, well, Paul Olson, Dr. Paul Olson is my uh, internist. Yep. And Big Paul, we call him Bear. Bear sends me, sends me over. I, I, he and like I said, I need to get a colonoscopy. So I said, who should I go to? He said, I'll set you up. And he gives me this little note, just on a written on a piece of paper. He said, go see Nemer the Reamer. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Nemer's another great guy, really, really good guy. Nemer the Reamer. Yeah, thanks, Paulie. That's awesome. Thanks yeah. so much, Doctor Paul. That's really nice. great. But that's great. Yeah, I, I just uh, as we're talking along, because I, I never know who's going to be on the show, so I, I didn't know uh, that that you were actually from the Twin Cities, and I saw your line of health, and and just kind of talking about you knew a lot about Vince and. And then mentioning yeah. Dr. Utes, but that's that's terrific. I, I, I tell you what, it's uh, we have Minnesota has great health care. No, I mean compared to everywhere else, though, aren't it's we pretty much right on the but money? It's good. Yeah, it is expensive. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it, it you know, that's the bad part of health care is that it it's unnaturally expensive. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, it's uh, insane. I mean, we run, I'm a small I'm a small businessman, and our health care insurance is so expensive. Oh but, yeah. Um, but Minnesota has. Excellent care. Yep. Um, yep. You know, I, I'm from well, I'm from Detroit actually, but I've lived all over in every exciting town 
Toledo, Ohio, you know, Cleveland. <laughs> All the exciting places. I've lived in Houston. I've lived in some great places. But uh, Minnesota has excellent health care, um, unusually good. Uh, when people come in from other states and start getting their care in our area, they're usually very surprised at how different it is than where they were from. So we are, I think we are fortunate here. Um, yes. So I, I would too. agree with that. Um, uh, you can't really go wrong here, I think, with the quality levels. I got to tell you something, Dr. Sershan. That uh, am I pronouncing your last name correctly, by the way? Yeah, sir. Yeah, it's right, Sershan. Sershan. Yeah. Okay, so Dr. Sershan, and I won't say who I went to uh, because uh, uh, Dr. Neimer has been—he's been retired now. What about seven, eight years, something like that? I think. Hmm. It's been a while. Due. I think. <laughs> listen, and I had another settle down when I had yeah. that Hydra seal. Dr. Utes fixed that too, by the way. Yeah, that was a uh, long, long time. It wasn't ago. that long ago? It was like five Honey. years ago. Yeah, and you have it every five years. I, Your I Hydra have seal? Now. That yeah. was at least yeah. 10 years ago. You're going to run out of uh, yes, testicles to repair pretty soon. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. There you go. Thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> and it. And skin but, checks, too. Here's the great Tom, one that i got to tell you, Dr. Golfer. Sershan, that uh, last time I had a colonoscopy, and I won't say where I was because it wasn't the doctor's fault, but I'm there on the table, and he's got, uh, you know, he's going pretty deep with the old camera. <laughs> And I'm doing an interview with two nurses about the show. <laughs> like, hey, you know what I really liked about the KQ Morning Show is like, well, I'm trying not to clench here, ladies. <laughs> God, yeah. very nice of them to know even who the hell I was. But it was kind of, it was an interesting. It kept my mind on. See, I don't mind. I don't have to take drugs for the colonoscopy or any of that stuff. I, I just I have a very high threshold for pain, and I, it's not painful at all anyway, is it? Some people it is. Uh, no, it's just the idea of it's painful, I think oh, you're saying. Okay. And I'm glad that they were complimenting you on the show instead of criticizing you while you were having a procedure. <laughs> <done>. That, <laughs> yeah, that might have that. been a different experience. I'm getting reamed <laughs> at both ends. That would not yeah, have been both good. ways. <laughs> that would not have been a good situation. <laughs> That's exactly it. I, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it is time that I get back in and, and get everything checked uh, because that was... Do you want your nuts to be cut off? Yeah, it'll Is happen. that you or the Dr. Sershon <laughs> talking now? I can't, Go to I can't the doctor. Tell. Would you like that? Yes, I'll get it taken care of. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll reach out. Everything will be really good. I can take care of that. Uh, June is men's health. How much time do you have today, doctor? Uh, well, um, I actually, I got another 15 minutes. Uh, I, I don't know how much time you guys have. Well, uh, uh, do, you, do you have another, on the outside, 20 minutes? Because there are about three minutes left in this segment. We can yeah, get back to you yeah, about another five. If and then you guys want me to talk longer, I'll be happy to do that. Yeah, I got some questions for you. a real opportunity, so. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's great. And I want to talk about June being uh, Men's Health Month. Uh, L.A. Nick has a bunch of questions for you. Andy, you got any great. questions for Dr. Sershon? I don't think so. You don't? Nope. You got a doctor? Do you go yeah. to the doctor? Yeah. yeah. And he does go to the doctor. He's pretty good about that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have about two and a half minutes here, so I, I would like to bring up uh, June is Men's Health Month. It's time to remind the men to take care of themselves. On average, men in the United States die five years earlier than women. Is that all? It, yeah. Oh, that's all. Oh. That's really great. Oh. Dr. Sershon, my wife is already eight years younger than me. Now she wants me to croak five years earlier, so that's great. But I think it is by a planning on it. I think it is a generational thing, though. Like my my father's generation, they'd never go to the doctor. Yeah. Like my dad will never. not go to a doctor no, ever his whole true, life. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's gener generational. I think my generation started going to doctors and. That's probably about right. And I'm kind of stuck in between the two generations. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty yeah. much true. There's no doubt about that. But I just, uh, 
And the thing about it is, I, I have many friends that are doctors, so it's not like, you know. My dad says every time he goes to a doctor, something wrong, something bad happens to him. So he'll go to a doctor. <laughs> no, that's, you know, that's what keeps a lot of guys away, though. Really? Is what keeps, yeah, sure, because they'll say, well, if I go in and they find something. You know, so and, my dad just said, and, me and they every do time say, I guys go. say that, yeah. If, why did I come in? If I didn't come in, you never would have found this. Yeah, um, I actually hear that quite a it's bit. It's so dumb. Um, <laughs> it's such a dumb thing to say. It really is. Ignorance yeah, is bliss. That's why dad says, "I'm like, come on, dad, think about it." It is true. So, as we we uh, have one more minute left in this segment, I got to tell Doctor Serge John about my Hydra Seal, which was it that came was from fun. from powerlifting. It came from weightlifting. I got a hernia when I was 19, had it repaired, then went right back in and started powerlifting and tore a hole, unfortunately, uh, down the line. And so... (laughs) Down the line. I didn't know I had... The hole was torn internally, so I didn't know that I had torn anything. I felt a little, you know, a little shoot, a shot of pain or whatever. So I get up in the morning and I go stand like men do and, and, uh, you know, relieve themselves. And I looked down and went... Pee? Uh, As men do? When I was peeing. All humans everywhere. So when guys, uh, you know, as they they go through life and they, you know, get in their 50s and stuff, does their scrotum get bigger? (laughs) Because I'm looking at it, I was like, wait. And honest (laughs) to God, I am not kidding you, Dr. Sershon. Within about two weeks, it was the size of a basketball. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? It gets like a baby's head. Oh, that's a nice way to put it. I have my baby's head. We'll take a very quick break. Be right back. Dr. Peter Sershon is going to talk about Men's Health Month right after this. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me, too? No. (laughs) (laughs) God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't like <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. God's gift to ballroom notoriety. 
I've got big balls. <laughs> when you talk about testicles yes. and stuff, this is a song you have to play. <laughs> testicles are so weird. They just Catherine walks in and, and, and L.A. Nick goes, testicles are so weird. He's not, he's are, not wrong. They're they the weirdest thing. Like, why didn't they put them inside or something? Like, yeah. Temperature regulation. Yeah, exactly. Everyone would prefer that. They're <laughs> Dr. Peter Sershon with us, ladies and gentlemen. June is Men's Health Month. Uh, And as a matter of fact, on average, men, we've talked about the United States die five years earlier than women. Uh, So I would just like to ask some of the questions that that were sent on the the bio. Uh, Why is it so important for men to start talking? I like that that take on it, because men do not like to talk much about their health, do they? No. Uh, no. Uh, you know, can I just briefly bring up the testicle thing? I hate to bring it up again because I don't talk so much about it. <laughs> no problem. This is, this is um, your 15 you know, you have a You have a wide demographic that listens to you. You know, I mean, right. I've been a long-time listener in the morning. But, um, Thank God. I love it. Oh, great show. And uh, I usually catch the very beginning of Michelle uh, before I have to go into work. So oh, sure. It's a, nice, it's a nice time frame to listen to your show. But um, the younger guys, uh, one of the mistakes they always make is um, that they start to see one of their testicles get larger. And when you're under 40, um, that's when you're really at risk of testicle cancer. So for the younger guys that listen to your show, if you think one of your testicles feels harder than the other one or it's starting to grow, you got to go in right away because that's a fast-growing cancer. And most of the time it won't be cancer, but most guys in general, all of us, like something happens to us, let's say you cut off your finger, you know, well, you wait around to see if it grows back before you go to the doctor. (laughs) I mean, that's like our mindset, you know, so um, you wait, you know, the guys will wait and then testicle cancer spreads pretty fast. And so if your testicle feels hard or one of them's definitely gotten bigger than the other one, just go in and get checked. It literally, it can be diagnosed that day. Um, so I just want to let the younger guys know that as you get older, it's more things, Tom, like you had, where you get that fluid collection around it. Um, but it's always good to go in and just make sure it's not something that's going to cause you a lot of grief if you don't pick it up early enough. So, um, I I just want to bring that up. So basically, you know, the thing about men talking, I don't know how, I think guys when they're over 70 will talk about their health to each other. I mean, as you get older, you talk more about your health to your friends, but when you're younger, you don't. Um, for whatever reason. So I, th- I do think it is generational, though. I would agree uh, with you guys talking about, you know, the guys, you know, that are in their 80s now, you know, they, they, they were trained not to talk about anything. You know, they, a lot of them came back from World War II. You know, they never mentioned it, you know, to anyone. All my dad's mm-hmm. brothers were like that. You know, they went through hell and back, and they didn't say a word about it. So they weren't going to talk about their health either, and they weren't going to go to the doctor because, you know, guys don't go for several reasons. One is... Um, they put everybody, I mean, they put everybody else ahead of themselves, you know, and in the sense that, you know, I am not going to make my family worry about me and all that kind of stuff that a lot of us think. And the other is they, they just don't want to go in, <laughs> you know, just in general. Right. So they're worried something's going to be found that's going to um, get them out of work or something's going to happen or it's going to affect their ability to support the family, stuff like that. And, I find, and that's I, all changing I, now. I find a lot of older guys, they, don't, they, they literally don't trust the doctor. Yeah. No. Like they, yeah, no, they, they don't, don't trust them. They, 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 yeah, my dad goes, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're serious, Dad. Nice. They only well, spent all those years in medical school, but they don't know what they're doing. Part of the problem. Well, that's also though. his excuse, though, for not going in. They're no good, think, and that's his way of not going in. I think that he had, so he hadn't been to his doc, the doctor in 
literally his whole since he got in the military and so he's almost 80 now so he didn't go to a doctor his whole life then he first time back he went to get uh cataracts taken out because he couldn't see so he had cataract surgery and they said well you need to get some stuff done blood work and stuff and then he had a boil on the back of his neck and he went to a doctor and they told him he had uh what was it, Andy? Shingles. Uh, shingles. And they gave him medication for shingles, but he didn't have shingles. And he's, he said, I don't have shingles. And he, he didn't trust the doctor. It was a, do- a foreign doctor. And he doesn't, he's like, I don't trust that Oh, an Italian who doesn't trust <laughs> yeah, people. I don't trust yeah. him. He's, he's from India. I'm going to go yeah. to a different doctor. So he literally went to another doctor. And they said, no, you don't have shingles. It's just a boil. So now he oh, doesn't God. trust any doctors. He's like, yeah. they say I told you they don't know what they're doing. They have no clue. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Well, you know, there the are a lot jacking of, you around. There are a lot of bad doctors, <laughs> you know, I have to say. People that worry about you, that, uh, you know, I, I'm married. Uh, Tom, I know you've married a long time. I don't know of anybody else. But, um, you know, after I turned 50, my wife really t- started looking at me a little differently, you know, and like, you know, and she she gets me into the doctor, even though I'm a physician. I mean, my wife, you know, is on my back a lot about making sure I take care of myself better. Well, you can self-diagnose you know. yourself, though, can't you? Yeah, well, that's part of the problem, you know. Yeah. I, I, I do that, and then I don't go in, you know, and and so... Um, so all doctors so have a doctor? that's kind of a danger, you know. <laughs> hmm? All doctors have a doctor? Yeah, well, I hope so. <laughs> they should. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I mean, uh, nobody's an expert at everything, you know, yeah. in any, anything. So yeah, well, I have a guy that I've known for, you know, 25 years I trained with who I see, you know, once a year because... Uh, um, there's a myth in, uh, like a hex in medicine that, you know, if a physician or any other healthcare provider has a problem, it always goes worse for them, you know, so uh, it's kind of a, a, a mythos we have, and so most people I know go to the doctor, because it'd be kind of silly if I didn't go, and I tell everybody else to do it, um, but um, again, I think it's the picking up the things that you don't you notice, like guys, you know, if they hurt your shoulder, you wait till it, see if it goes away or not, but, you know, problems again, like diabetes, blood pressure, heart disease, um, you know, I think men tend to drop dead more than women do, you know, it, it, without trying to be funny about it. I think we end up with the big stroke or the big heart attack, I right. think, uh, more than women do. I mean, now most of us know someone who, who passed away suddenly. Uh, and um, so actually going to the doctor really reduces your chance of having those kind of things happen to you. Um, just because you can control so many chronic diseases, if you can just manage it. Um, I mean, it's really hard. You know, we all say to live a heart-healthy lifestyle where you got to eat right, you got to exercise, you got to watch your weight. You know, it's really hard to do that, um, I think. You know, if mm-hmm. people work long come, hours, come and there's a lot of mental fatigue nowadays. The mental fatigue, I think, is more than it used to be, I think. And um, just the idea of coming home after, you know, you're exhausted mentally. Uh, if if it's a uh, both parents are working, you guys are coming, you know, coming home, and you know, it's really tiring, and it's hard to give time for yourself that way to do the preventative stuff that really makes a difference. And if people want to Google the information, if they just Google heart healthy lifestyle, that sums up a lot of things. That decreases your risk of colon cancer, prostate cancer, strokes, diabetes, heart disease, uh, hypertension. Um, it, it's just living that basic lifestyle. Um, I know, Tom, you, from listening to you on the radio, you've made some changes. I mean, you thought, uh, I mean, if I can talk about it, you, I mean, you sure. quit drinking alcohol because you mm-hmm. thought it was affecting your quality of your life. Um, it, from the sound of it, it sounds like you bicycle 
Um, you've had weight loss, you know, you've, it sounds Mm -hmm. like you've done a lot of things to try and improve your health. Um, so it can be done. Even extremely busy people can do it. It's just really hard to do. Right. Um, so when we talk about prevention, it's easy to talk about, but I think it's hard to achieve it. I, I really do. You know, I do want to ask you a question about, you know, we talked about men, uh, have an aversion to go and see the doctor, but we see now, and I've never been a believer in it, and I won't use the name of the product because it probably has worked for other people, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that. But that whole deal where you poop in a box and send it in uh, for the, yeah. the colon thing, I know yeah. three people that have gotten negative results from that, and all three turned false out to be negatives, yeah, yeah. yeah, false negatives, all three of them. Mm. So I'm a little afraid. I of, actually asked my doctor about that. She wouldn't do it. No, they yeah, won't do it. Yeah. it. Sounds preferential to the prep. Okay. <laughs> I prefer That's how I was trying to, to get done. But she said no. But I, I just, I think not only do people have an aversion to go in and see a doctor, but now we watch TV and it's like, oh, don't go to the doctor. Just poop in this box and send it in. You know? No, that's right. what I did. I tried to do yeah. it. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I said, I don't, I'm not going to get a colon cancer. I'm just going to do this thing and you send it in the mail. And my doctor, we well, have to get it to your doctor. And oh, my, you do? Yes, oh, okay. you have to get it to your doctor. Oh, and my, yeah, doctor, my doctor said no. Good. Good. Yeah, a lot of them, uh, well, it's because of false negatives. You right, know, that's, right. I'm glad you brought that point up because, um, you know, a false negative, you know, a false positive is bad enough. We see that a lot in prostate cancer screening where yeah. a guy will have yep. an abnormal blood test and it's not from cancer, which is good. But a false negative is a lot worse than a false positive mm-hmm. because then you just flat out miss something. Yeah, it's dangerous. Um, so tests like that in the future, I mean, that test is, this is the infancy of where yeah. someday all of us will go in and get a blood test and something will be run and it'll you'll literally know what your unique risks are and what you have to do just you individually because of your genetics um, to maintain your health and what your what diseases you're at risk for in the future it may not be in our lifetime but that's all going to happen I mean it's almost we're almost capable of it now and so all the talk about screening and the stuff we have to do right now a lot of that's going to go away in, in the future. At, at some point in the near future, some people in, in your room right now are going to be exposed to that. You know, it's, um, it, there's a sea change in medical care going on right now, uh, and, and really great advances in technology and looking at data differently. Um, things like missing a boil, that's still going to happen because that's the art of medicine. You're looking at someone and you're trying to evaluate them just a visual diagnosis. So that, that can be missed. But the other stuff, the secret stuff that goes on in our body that we don't know is happening to us at the moment is, is you know, is usually the worst stuff. And that's the stuff that is going to be picked up a lot easier in the future. So do you think the art of medicine is, is going to is disappearing? Yeah, uh, well, I'm an old guy now. So, yeah, I do. I do. You know, um, I, I, I agree. That's why you know, I, I really like my doctor because she has that art of medicine. Like she really... You know, ask questions and feels my ankles and checks things where yeah, other yeah. doctors don't yeah. do that anymore. They just take blood and check your blood yeah. pressure and get you out of there. Well, that's that is kind of true, and I know that I'm gonna be. You know, I'm probably I'm from Chicago. There's a thing called a blanket party in Chicago where you don't like someone, you throw a blanket over them, everybody hits them with sticks and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's called a blanket party. I don't know if you guys have those up here. Yeah, oh, but, yeah. oh yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, if I talk too much about the primary care doctors, I'm gonna get a blanket party. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, there you well, go. Another <laughs> you know, big... I don't want to say it too much, but um, but yeah, I think ha- putting your hands on people uh, creates a. It also creates a trust, uh, and so if you trust your doctor, 
you're going and if you if they communicate well with you you know in the way you need to be communicated with and that's different for everybody um, you'll go to them and you'll also follow the things that'll be better for you. I you know, like your dad said, I agree that, that they all suck because I had a boil, <laughs> right. you know, and... a misdiagnosed boil. I think fair. communication is key. My doctor is a very good communicator and yeah. she makes me yeah. want to go back. That's huge. Catherine, yeah. you had a question. I, I just, I just also think that the, the costs of everything keeps people away from the doctor. They're all afraid that they're going to go bankrupt if something's found. Yep. Yeah. Even with insurance, yeah, is, I mean, insurance fights you, and it just turns into this big problem. <laughs> it just do. that needs to be fixed. Yeah, it's a. I don't want to get political, but it's it's a it's a broke. I mean, to me, it's a broken system. It is. Uh, and I'm not going to point fingers at the government per se or things that cause you know it, it but. It's a broken system. Yeah, doctors and, are very um, frustrated with it as it's well. It's too expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm a physician, so I'm, I'm very lucky that way, you know, financially and stuff. So, but I look at my costs, and I just look at my patients, and, you know, I take costs into consideration with everything. I, we're all supposed to, but it's hard to do because we don't even know our own costs. Right. It's so, it's so strangely, it's, it's, it's so screwy the way costs are done. It's so hidden. You know, if it was allowed to run as a normal, there's a business side and a clinical side. If the business side was allowed to run in a normal business way, I think the cost, would, it's like the airline industry. You know, why is it yeah. so cheap to fly right now? Well, it doesn't take much to think about how, why that is. It was deregulated and they were allowed to compete. Uh, and so I don't know if the answer is in medicine. It's not necessarily that because everybody deserves health care. And the people that have to pay for health care that have these incredible deductibles that are, to me, boggle my mind. You know, right. if your deductible's 20% of your income, you're never going to go to the doctor. No. Nope. You know, and we that's just not allowable. You know, it's not acceptable. Society, we shouldn't accept that as a society, I, I don't think. But anyways, I, I don't want to go off. I want to talk about prevention more than the fact that I'm disappointed with the health care right. system. No, absolutely. It's run, you know. But uh, I agree. I think it keeps a lot of people away. And yes. It's a total fail. That that's a total fail, and uh, well, I, guess, I wish I had the answer. I, I, it's complicated. I always go to my doctor because I feel like crap, and they go they do every test in the world, and they go, and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with you. You're in perfect health. Well, mentally, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I literally feel like crap. Do you? Yeah, I don't feel good. I feel I feel tired, weak. Well, we'll talk about that in the next segment because Dr. Sergeant has to go back to work. <laughs> so well, we've kept him for a half an hour or more now. No, I, uh, I really enjoyed it. You guys are really fun to talk to. Well, and, um, uh, but it is worth going to the doctor. And um, the other part of it is, you know, I just want to let, you know, mental health is a big issue that, um, you know, I think nowadays one of the few things that I've found that have been really useful in social media and those things, which I don't participate in, by the way, but um, is mental health, that people have, you know, it's okay, you know, to right. talk about having right. mental health issues. Um, so, you know, starting with your doctor, too, if you don't want to talk about it to anybody else, if, you haven't, if you're really struggling, you know, it's okay to talk to your doctor about it. That's what they're yeah. there for. So yeah. go ahead and do that. And, um um, but uh, anyway, so I really appreciate you guys giving me this time. I really do. And, uh, I hope you come back. Uh, I love talking about this uh, stuff because I think it's I only going to help time, any, you know, If we can just get a couple guys, you know, I always think about prostate cancer screen. If I can get a couple guys in, um, 
just from talking, you guys give me the time to talk, then it's it's a massive win, you know, yeah. yep. to get yep. guys in. If something gets caught because you got, you're willing to let me talk to you on, the, on, on in your podcast, yep. uh, then it's just a great thing. So I really appreciate it. No, we appreciate your time, Dr. Peter Sershon. Right. It's S-E-R-S-H-O-N. He works at Alina Health. Yep. Get in and see Dr. Sershon right now. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Really nice appreciate time. it. We'll be back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. I'm talking to Neil Sheehy, ex-NHL defenseman. Neil, you've had a great success following the Nutramost Wellness Plan. How much weight did you lose, and what makes Nutramost different from all those other programs out there? Tom, I dropped over 63 pounds in 44 days, but more importantly, I know how to keep it off. In addition to my success, I have two brothers and two sisters who had great success on the Nutramost Wellness Program, and collectively, we all lost a total of 222 pounds on the program. My brother and I were so impressed that we decided to open up a clinic in Plymouth. Find out how and why Nutramost is unlike any other weight loss plan by attending the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, June 24th, at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Register for the Nutramost dinner or schedule your immediate consultation. Call 763-333-7337. That is 763-333-7337. Alright, I have a question for you. That. I just went on Bing News and entered Bing. the word news. <laughs> Every story coming up is from either New Zealand or Australia. Why would that happen? And maybe that's where they're based. I don't know. Are they owned by an Australian company? I don't know. It's like, what, why would? Why is everything from New Zealand? I think we could talk forever about medical stuff. I really do. Yeah. Oh, it God, is. yes. Absolutely. I mean, it is so screwed up the way they do stuff. It's just... Well, like insurance. So insane. I've Insane. It's like, I've been having this weird feeling in my stomach for like a few months on and off. And I'm like, oh, well, I have to go and get my yearly appointment anyway and so i called to schedule it and it has to be a year from my six-week postpartum appointment with sage for it to be covered by insurance i know yep so i'm like well for your yearly but to have a problem you should be able to go in can't you yeah but i'm just like i'll just go at the end of july they don't make anything easy no i'm like i'll just go at the end of july it, so it'll be covered by my insurance so difficult i just went before i came here i went to the doctor and I went because I have a prescription that I have to take this pill every day. For, it's for anti-seizure medication for having 
grand mal seizures. Okay. And you have to take one. I take one every single night before I go to bed. Sure. So the prescription is for a year's worth, mm-hmm. but it expires in six months. So you, if you don't get the whole year in six months, then they expire it. So you have to you have to call the doctor or email the doctor a couple weeks before, so he extends it for another six months. Well, they just now changed it that you can't call or email anymore. You have to fax. And who goes back with the fax? Like who does that? Who does that? I know. Like really? And so I went there today. I go, do you? And of course, the doctor's not in today. Of course, not there today. And I said, well, you understand? I I'm now three days with no meds, and I could have a seizure, and I'm riding a motorcycle, so I could have a seizure on the way home on 94. uh-oh. And I said, you're, you're putting you wait my, till we pull out first? You're, put, yeah. <laughs> you're putting my life wait at till risk. He leaves. <laughs> you're literally putting my life at risk. Yeah, you're that's literally true. putting my that's life right. at risk. And I said, this is, and he's, and I had, I had this problem before. And my doctor looked me. This is a different doctor. This is my primary care doctor. This is oh, a yeah. different doctor, and is a neurologist. And I said, he, he looked me right in the eye. And I said, you'll never have this problem again. And here I am again with the same problem. That's too bad. Well, well uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of it it has to do with insurance. It's companies. it's almost all has oh, no, to do with insurance it, companies. This is this is nothing mm-hmm. to do with insurance. I have my insurance is blanketed. No, they probably just won't give you the the full year in advance or something. Oh, like well, that's that. law. That's not insurance. That's law. Oh, by law they because can't. my migraine they can't medication. Give you any I can only get. That's what she calls me, by the way. I can only migraine. get twelve per month. You can't get, any and they're contro- like, you can't take more than twelve per you month. You can't get any controlled substance. They won't give you but, more than six months. But this isn't a controlled substance. Mine is. And the other thing is, is that it's not, it's not medically a problem to take more than twelve a month. Mm-hmm. Luckily, only, I don't have that many. They but, just don't want you but to. But some people do. Some right. people have really chronic oh, bad yeah. migraines all the bed. time yeah. and th- it's just because the insurance company doesn't want to pay more than t- for 12 exactly it's That's the all. insurance companies that say oh we'll cover just 12 but yeah. if you need more than that you have to pay out of pocket i we run into that all the time with ripley's diabetic medic uh, medications <laughs> and supplies which she has to have yes. right like so like with her pin needles sometimes she has to take you know if she's having a bad couple months um you know she has to take more insulin because her blood sugars are running high. So we go through more needles and stuff. So then we run out, but then I go, oh, the insurance won't pay for it till the 20th. So I have to pay out of pocket for more needles because the insurance company Let's only Let's just go to any it. park and pick them up. <laughs> yeah, really. Just sterilize <laughs> those things. Yeah, I'll just sterilize them. <laughs> Those things are everywhere. Oh, the, the parking lot where Nancy's car got broken into. The guy said he picks up hundreds of them. Did you hear? Of them. Yeah, her camera week. got stolen out I of her. How long? Yeah. T- where was she? Seventh uh, Street at Center Village. Center Village, yeah. Garage. Yep. They took everything. They even took her shoes. They took her wow. jean, a brand new jean jacket she just bought. They got her whole camera bag with all That's her terrible. gear. Like I mean, like seven, eight thousand dollars worth of gear. So, Is that covered by insurance? Nope. Uh-huh. nope. Nope. No, it's not. Um, Catherine was just looking at me like, you have a look on your face, Tom, and I'll tell you why. Because once I got away from the Australian news, I went. I got, finally got I locked in on the so uh, American news. So our riveting conversation wasn't holding your No, interest. no, I, I was paying attention, but I was just thinking, <laughs> you know, we try to now talk about things that will help, like having Dr. Sershan on, and, you know, we try to stay out of politics and race and all these things, mm-hmm. right? These are the top stories. Listen to the top stories in America. House Committee Confronts the Inheritance of Slavery and Panel on Reparations. Okay. 
Uh, next story that comes up, I'm scrolling down here. House confronts the inheritance of slavery and panel on reparations. Uh, I roll down a, uh, a couple more. And it's another story about reparations. That's mm. all that's in the news this morning because that's what the news wants you to see. This is not really all the news, but it's the news that news delivery services want you to see. It's all politically rammed down your throat. Uh, and I just don't... We'd like to hear all the news. Look, I, I, we're just in a situation... And I, I do have a, a question about that. What are you doing you make so much noise when you move like that. You're when I move like that, just moving at all. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, makes noise on your on I your microphone. Apologize for there like, moving. Sit there like a newscaster and don't move. Yeah. But I, I have a question, and and, and uh, L.A. brought this up. Yeah. I think it was off the air. You brought up Monroe High School, right? Yep. Monroe High School closed a while ago, and they put a school in there, and now they changed the name of the school. Yeah. They, they dumped Monroe because he was a slave owner, oh. right? So they yeah. dumped the name. Well, I have a question for you. These people are all Democrats. Why are you all Democrats if you're worried about what happened with Democrats back the fifth president of the United States? Yeah, don't people realize the Republican Party was formed to free slaves? Was formed to free slaves. <laughs> because so why the Democratic are you Democrats? Party was for slaves. And that's not a political thing. I'm, I'm just asking no, a question here. What I want to know is what are they going to do? You know, the heads, the stone above the door of that school is big marble and it's engraved in big giant letters Monroe, yeah. his name can't they just find another monroe guy so they're that was in that out <laughs> marilyn monroe yeah, yeah. Monroe so High School, yeah named after change, marilyn monroe change who it body positivity was. but i don't understand why some things about slavery upset you and other things about slavery don't i don't understand that part and i'm not trying to be political here at all i'm just asking a question why doesn't it enrage you across the board i just think that it's yeah to just, um, I mean, I totally understand. I mean, if you've got, and I'm sure that school district, the demographics have changed greatly since, you know, it was started, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing. So yeah, yep. I, I just, I don't know how many people know anything about the names of a building that they go into. I mean, do yeah. people even know, I know. who I anybody is? I would never have known Monroe was a slave owner. I would have no idea who that is. Yeah. I mean, he's a president. But I, I guess if you look it up and then you find out that the guy who your high school is founded under is a slave owner, that might upset somebody. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, right? I, look, I mean, I just think if you're going to be upset by it, and I, you have every right to be upset by it, you need to understand who the slave owners were. I mean, it, it's just, and again, I'm not trying to make a speech here or trying to get political at all. I'm just saying I don't understand the very same people who, who are enraged about this are Democrats. <laughs> Why? Making up no for sense. lost time. I just don't understand how that's possible. Uh, you know, that's that's all I'm saying. It's really hard to do the news these days because every story that's delivered to my computer is about politics. So you just look up animal stories. Yeah. <laughs> look up animal stories. Animal exactly. stories. But Athletics. Yeah, uh, you know, there's a, there's a story about Jim Parsons today. Oh. It's not about Jim to? Parsons. It's about Jim Parsons being gay. Of course. But Well, yeah. But we've well, always pride, known that. Pride Week. It's Pride Week. Well, I know, yeah. but it's my Pride Month, isn't it? Yeah, Pride Month, Pride Week. Whatever. But I, you but know, I which is Pride Year, which is know, great. Really. But there's always a political agenda in every story I look at. Yes. Right. Of course, every man. story. It's all political. Of course, that's not going to end. Yeah, that's the only it's way to get away from it. There is a news station that you can watch. 
Mm. Hey, Holmes. What is it? It's from Japan. It's called NKG. I did, yeah, we have it's that on our Great TV. news. It's just a girl telling the news in English. And she a has girl? no opinion. Yeah, it's a girl. It's a Japanese girl. It's a little girl? No, well, it's young. It's younger girl. Gal. Gal. He woman. means woman. Yeah. <laughs> he means woman. Yeah. I'm still 16, so. Yeah, he is well, adult. Yeah, he is woman. a girl. I'm still 16, so. More than most people girl. do. There's a nice oh, Japanese girl nice. telling the news factual, no opinion, and no... No That's what I'm it. looking for, is a delivery service of news with no opinion. NKG, man, I'm telling you. Um, Zero opinion. I, 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 We need it because... And it's American news, but it's from Japan. America's news has lost its mind. Oh, All they is, do is push their nuts. ideas down your throat. Crazy. And I have a really hard time reporting the news without being... Make it myself sound political, and I don't mean to be, but that's all there is you know, to read. It was funny when I was just in Europe. Watch, I watched the news over there, and they had because they had news in English. Sure, Germany did, mm-hmm. and so did France. Oh, okay. And they were telling me stuff that we don't know nothing about. Like they were telling me that they were talking about the Sudan and all these people being killed in the Sudan, and and they yeah, were showing stuff they that. would never show in America. Never, ever, ever talk about it here. Really? Oh, absolutely. Oh. Totally world subjects that we didn't know nothing about. We're so That's one of the dark. reasons why I used to watch BBC news is because I thought that they were better with but now the international BBC's news, and now they've too. just turned into like Their the bias. American model. Yeah, yeah it's not bias. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I was shocked when I watched the news over, especially France. France showed some very interesting stuff that we would never see in this country on the news. No, that's very true. We don't see it. We don't know what's going on in the world. No, it's we have weird. No clue. I don't understand. We're not that. told. We're kept in a bubble. We really are. We're kept in the American world. We are absolutely, and it's all about money. Yeah. First of all, you have to understand one thing, and I will say this, and I know they get very mad at me, but uh, other than your local news reporting local stories that aren't political, uh, television news is worthless, and newspapers are failing Uh miserably, and that's why they try to shove their opinions down your throat to get you agitated so you'll go to their site or buy their newspaper again. Or maybe they think, since we're going down, we might as well... Go down screaming what I we guess, feel. I guess, because when's the last time you picked up a, a newspaper physically? I cannot remember the last time. It's got to be 15 years at least. Yeah. I never, ever look at a newspaper anymore. Uh, and that's the whole problem. Magazines Zeitung. and newspapers. That's how you say newspaper in German. How, how do you? <laughs> Zeitung. Zeitung? Mm-hmm. Zeitung! It's a newspaper. Round them up. Round everybody up. That's what we're doing. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. She, uh... I, I have to get off this page. Cause I can't even look at story. the. I can't even look at the. I'm in the convenience store. I didn't even see the cover of Star Tribune, and I just vomit. <laughs> vomit comes I up. Into my but it's all of them. It's all here's. But it's here's so ridiculous. Story. It's, it's no, so it's ridiculous. ridiculous. You are absolutely right, and it's getting very frustrating because I want to stay away from those two topics, make this an entertainment show, and it's really hard to do if you try to read it. And then when we talk about giant spiders, Cassie gets all yeah, creeped she gets out. all whipped up. We talk about testicles. L.A. gets excited. (laughs) And one of my friends just posted, they found two scorpions in their room. Oh, in Minnesota. And I would be like, get the blowtorch. Oh, they won't hurt you. Oh, what do you mean? Alex, you found a scorpion, or Dan did, when we were in Arizona. When we were in Arizona, yeah, there was a scorpion on the floor. That like ant bite. Yeah, Sage is crawling around, and there was just a scorpion biting me. What? In Arizona? Yeah. You know, you're crawling around by a scorpion? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my God. And Dan, it was just and sitting I, there. It didn't move. And then Dan put it under a glass and it just started freaking out. Oh, I it suppose, yeah. Really I've been wild. to Arizona what, what, what at least 30 times. I've what? never what, seen you one. You freak out some free glass over you? Of course. Of course, the baby finds one. I just don't yeah. like all the little legs moving. No, you know what the scariest thing is? Go to South Florida and stand on a fire ant pile and not know it. God, yeah. And all of a sudden, oh, yeah. your whole leg is yeah, covered. I just missed one. <laughs> Your yeah. whole leg will be covered before you know it. Oh, no, you know. That can't be good. They people are super people have had heart attacks on golf courses in Florida from fire ants. Yes, they're they heart can... attacks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. from the venom really or from dangerous. just freaking out no, about freaking having. Out. Oh. It happens actually quite a bit. Really, well, it really causes dangerous. inflammation too when you get bit by them. Yeah. And, and, I've, I've had I've been bit by uh, Jude was taking that out of the garbage. Yeah, yeah she was trying to get out. into the garbage. Oh, yeah, golfers will look down and their whole legs will be completely <laughs> covered in fire ants. Yeah. Well, not you can good. usually see the mound. It's like not too hard. Just if you pay know. attention, it's ha- it's pay attention where you're walking. My foot and was completely covered. I mean, oh. knowing my luck, like a couple months ago, I was putting together a bed, and in the middle of winter. I think we were in a snowstorm. I got stung by a wasp in my own home oh, at night. Oh, right in my things. finger. Yeah, and I'm like, what? It felt like somebody stuck like a hot poker right I'm in my hand. I'm allergic to bees. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, I'm oh my God, what was it? I saw it flying. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what is flying? What is going on? And it was, oh, it was painful. Yeah. It, it hurt pretty Mosquitoes bad. Mosquitoes and, and bees, my body doesn't react well to. My finger swelled yeah. up to the size of a Oscar Mayer wiener. Hmm. So, I was so you do have an allergy. <laughs> so that's an allergy. Yep, I yeah. do have a. Luckily, the stinger wasn't left in, but yeah, I break out in high. You know what's funny? Stuff. It was a wasp, right? You I said? believe so. I didn't get that close. You know, you can get, get stung by it, you can but... get stung by a dead wasp. Yeah. What? what? You yes, step you on one. Yeah. I, nope. I had. I opened up a barbecue grill. Had a bunch of dead wasp in there that were a couple of years old, and I got stung by one. Oh yeah. Really? Stingers yep. active for it's basically ever. It stung me, man. Dead. That thing was really? crispy, crispy fried, dead, and I got stung. <laughs> Leave it to you. So good. <laughs> hey, where, where can people send stories to our website? Where? What's our website? Or our, our communication? Is there a place they can send communication? Wow. They Welcome can to the new world. I'm hearing about this email thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. What do you, no how do we, how do we get that out? Because you're buying a cell phone. How do we figure smart, out? Well, I'm just saying. How the website email. is uh, jointhefamily.live. They go to Facebook, too. Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Yeah, people can post. Um, but our talk and text line, you can send links if you want to send in news stories, mm-hmm. whatever. You can just Good. text me a link to the uh, 612 uh, 295-1526 number, and I will have it, uh, I can have it pop up on my screen. See, that'd be great, because if you can find stories that aren't about politics or race, please send them in. We'd love to see them. Honestly, God, they're hard to find. Well, an Officer Day did comment about uh, the marijuana thing. Everybody's uh, He goes, there are tests that, but the tests take longer to administer than a breath test, mm-hmm. and the courts have determined it isn't a problem. And he goes, shakes uh, my head. Of course. Yeah. That's, so they of course do they have, have testing for it. but Because all the judges are toking it up. Probably <laughs> up a storm. All right. That was a great show today. We have tried to avoid it at all costs. But <laughs> no, it was Dr. Take care Peter of your Sershon, great guest. Nuts. Yeah, he was good. Take care, care of your nuts. Take care of your nuts. I love that commercial. And the guy, 
I'm talking to you about your nuts. And the woman goes, my nuts? <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. What? Yeah, it's a Fisher nut commercial. Yeah. It's no, a he Fisher actually, nut yeah, commercial. He's talking to you about your nuts. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the new one goes, no, your nuts. Yeah. Our yeah. nuts are never fried. Yeah, and then he goes, my nuts? <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow with the fam.